Hey, you guys, I'm your host, Diana, and welcome to the Becoming a Divine Lady podcast. Hey, ladies, and welcome back to Becoming a Divine Lady. As usual, I want to say thank you so much for joining me for another podcast. I really do appreciate it. And I pray that everybody is having a great week so far. Um, Last week, to start the month out of July, I came on and I went over the Psalms 91 prayer because the Holy Spirit was leading me to do so. And I know that there's a lot of people out there that are dealing with fear and anxiety, but by reading Psalms 91 would definitely help with that. So I hope that you all was able to listen and able to read it for yourselves. And just a reminder, please share with any ladies that you may know. You know what I always say, you never know who it can help. You never know who is going through anything. So if you're sharing it, Um, It's just a click of a button, so I definitely appreciate that. And also, don't forget to sign up to receive daily devotionals emailed to you Monday through Friday, and they are brought to you by Faith Walker. You can sign up for those at www.becomingadivinelady.com. I will also leave the link below, so all you have to do is click and subscribe. I'm going to take, you know, about two seconds to do so. And also, if this podcast has helped you in any way, or if you have any type of prayer requests or questions, please email me at info at becoming a divine lady.com all right so this week we are going to talk about double-mindedness and it's going to be two parts with the next being repentance you'll understand the reason why in a few seconds and i'm going to start out with the word from the holy spirit that was given to me during a three-day fast that i completed and i was led to do so with that being said i'm going to go right into the word that the lord given to me okay this is what the lord said he said Tell my people to repent. They tell many that they have asked for my forgiveness, but they lie. They pray and ask me for things, but their heart posture is not the same. They have double-mindedness. They live double lives. They speak the things that are not true and falsely repent. Repent now, saith the Lord, for you are being watched. I have plans for many, but my grace will not be taken for granted. If your heart posture shows me you are ready, then I will reveal the things I have for you. Do not live a double life. Speak what is true to me. Do not hide anything. All right. So with that being said, we're going to discuss double mindedness a little deeper so we all have a better understanding. And, you know, to start out, I definitely want to let you ladies know that I'm not coming on the podcast trying to tell anyone anything as if these are not things that I'm going through myself. All these topics are things that I am going through that the Lord is dealing with me. And he's allowing me to share it with you ladies as well, because, of course, there's other ladies that are dealing with the same thing out there. So I want you to all know that we are really all in this together. I just wanted to get that little disclaimer there. With that being said, we're going to start out with a definition. I'm going to give the definition of double mindedness, which is wavering in mind, undecided, wavering and divided between two interests okay so let's go ahead and jump right into the topic of double-mindedness i'll give you the self-reflection questions at the end of the podcast but i just want to go ahead and jump right into it all right it says in james chapter 1 verses 2 through 8 and i'm reading from the niv version it says consider it pure joy my brothers and sisters whenever you face trials of many kind because you know that the testing of the faith produces perseverance Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. 
If any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like the wave of a sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. So what I would like to do with today is focus solely on the verses that I have given you. Um, and it would not be in order. I will be kind of jumping around, but I will bring it all back together at the end. So first, I want to start with focusing on James chapter 1, verse 8. And it says, such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. And I'm going to actually look up unstable. It means prone to change, fail, or give way. To connect that with the word that I've received from God, where he says they have double-mindedness, they live double lives. When you are double-minded, it means you do not have a solid foundation. And when you are building anything, a solid foundation is a must. We talked about this previously in a podcast on how to build a relationship with God. So our relationship with God and the trust we have in him and the trust that he has in us needs to have a solid foundation. Without that solid foundation, we're unstable, which will cause us to be double-minded, okay? If we pray for something, then we must trust God for what it is that we're praying for. Anytime we have any doubt in our mind that what we are praying for may not happen, that is doubt. Anytime that we're having a conversation about what we're believing and we say, I believe, but, that but is doubt, Okay, so going back to the scripture in James chapter one, six, it says, but when you ask, you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave of sea blown and tossed by the wind. Okay, just just think about that for a second. Think about like the ocean and like heavy winds, like a storm and how the waves are like out of control. They're so unstable and I can visualize it. So. Anytime we doubt, that's us being double-minded. Those waves are how our faith look. Anytime we have a thought, a but, or anything that questions God. Now, when I say question God, I, I don't mean asking God questions, and but still having a sincere heart. I mean, like, okay, the problem is some people often question God with a rebellious, like, untrusting heart not truly trying to get an answer from God. Like they're trying to attack the character of God because God allowed something to happen. And that is sin. Okay. So we don't have the eyes to see in the future. So we have no idea of the things that God is doing in our lives. We don't know. Only God knows because he knew us before we were born. And everything that we go through in life will all work together for the good of those who love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. As it says in Romans 8.28, sometimes we might ask God, like, why? Like, why, God? And the thing is, later, we'll find out the reason why God did this or that. Like, we'll find out the reason. But to question God and then to come after his character, like, that's sin. That's an attack, okay? So, it's one thing to ask God why, and it's another thing to start to doubt his goodness and his existence. Like, that's a completely different, completely different battle. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and go back to the scripture. In James chapter 1, 7, it says, that person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. So when you read that, right, it's sounding a little harsh, but 
when you think about it, how can God trust us if we're double-minded and not stable in our thoughts? How can God trust us if we doubt in him? Like, why should he really bless us with anything? Realistically, why? Because he's supposed to? That's just how we think sometimes. Like, okay, he's God, like, and because he gives us chance after chance, we think that he's supposed to. And that's not the case. God don't have to give us any blessings. He doesn't have to give us anything. For example, right, you're working on a business idea and an idea that God gave you. And you wake up one day and you leave your job because you was led to do so. So you go into work, you quit, and leave the job, right? Nobody understands why you did it. Your family members, your friends around you, everybody is saying, why would you leave your job? Like, you're not even making money. It doesn't make any sense. Like, it's not going to work out. Basically... They don't have your best interests at heart. They're not asking you, you know, well, what can I do to help? They're not asking any of that, all right? So what they're doing right now is gossiping about your back. Oh, yeah, she left her job. Oh, she dumb. She this, she that, whatever. Whatever the case may be, whatever it is that people were saying. They're judging you. They're doubting you. They're doubting the business idea. They're doubting what it is that your business is doing. They're doubting that you're following, you know, the path that you're supposed to be following. They're doubting all of that. In the meantime, they're also talking trash. Then all of a sudden, the tables turn. Because you were being obedient to what God told you to do, you're starting to be fruitful. Everything is going great for you. Those same people that was doubting you, those same people that wasn't believing in you, those same people come back with their handout because they want something now. Now they want something. So they come back with their handout and say, all right, well, you're fruitful now. I'm your family member. You know, you got to do this for me because you're my family member. Oh, you're my friend. We grew up together. You got to do this for me now. No, I'm not doing nothing for you. Like, at the end of the day, like, to me, I would laugh. Because why would you think I would do something for you when you had all that to say? Why would you think I would try to do something for you when you doubted me in the first place? Now that I'm fruitful, now that the blessings are rolling in, you want something from me? So just take that scenario, even though I know that was a long scenario, and I'm sorry, but I just wanted you ladies to get an idea of, a scenario that's similar to what, like why God don't have to give us anything. We can't just walk up to God when I hand out because we feel like it's time for us to want something. We can't do that. We can't just worship and praise God when it's convenient for us. That's not how it works. That's being double-minded. You know, at the end of the day, when God said that in James chapter 1, 7, that person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. We can't expect it. And then we can't get mad when we don't receive it because we can't we can't have both paths. You can't have a path that goes north and one goes south and you take both. It doesn't work like that. You have to pick a direction. You have to choose a lane and you have to stay in that lane. Ladies, we can't be double minded. All right. So now I want to give some other examples of double mindedness. Say, for instance, you wake up and say that day, like, I'm going to praise God all day and I'm going to spend time with God. I'm going to be praying and worshiping and you're having a great day. And we and we say to ourselves, like, I just want to live for God and I want to live out his purpose for me. Right. That's on Monday. But on Tuesday, when you wake up and you don't even thank God for waking you up that morning and the whole day. Like, you don't even pray. You don't even acknowledge God. And we'll focus on the worldly things like, you know, idols like drinking, smoking, social media, gossip, things of the world. That's also a form of double mindedness because we don't know what we don't know what we want. One day we want God to be in our lives. But another day we want to be of the world. We can't have both. 
Another example is when God give you a business idea, right? And he called us to put that business idea into action and we let anything else distract us from that purpose. But being double-minded destroys your focus. Distraction is the enemy of productivity. Like like every new idea that pops in our head, we feel like at the time like it deserves our time and attention. When in reality, it only serves to divide our attention and prevent progress in what it is that God told us to do. So I'm not saying that all ideas are bad ideas in those type of situations. No, what I'm saying is, you know, what we can do is in those times is we can write them down, right? God can give us multiple ideas at once. We write those ideas down and then we come back and we ask God, when do you want me to pursue these other things? If God say not right now, then it's not right now. But again, distraction is the enemy of productivity. It makes it so much longer to see progress and accomplish our goals. Just remember to avoid being double-minded. We must make sure that our foundation is, is stable. What I did was I researched what is considered when determining the best foundation for a building. Um, and the reason I did that is because when I think about a foundation and a strong foundation, I think about like how buildings have to be built on a strong foundation and that it has to be strong enough to be able to bear the weight of what is being put on that foundation. So I researched some of that. Now we're going to, of course, relate it back to our foundation with God. But to me, visually, that's what I think about when I think about our foundation. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and jump right into what I was able to find uh, during my research. So number one, it says the foundation must be strong enough to support the structure or you will most certainly have issues with it. Now, just as a structure, a building or a home will start to have issues like like cracks or leaks or any any of that stuff. The same thing goes for our relationship with God. We must make sure that the foundation is strong or there will be like issues like doubt and, and double-mindedness will be able to slip in if our foundation is not strong. So we must, we must, we must make sure that our foundation is strong. And the way that we make sure our foundation is strong is we start to trust God. We start to trust God and we allow God to trust us. But it goes both ways. Trust in a relationship is so very important. As I mentioned, we went over this in the podcast on how to build a relationship with God. And if you haven't had a chance to listen, I recommend you go back and listen because it breaks down the key points in building a relationship. Okay. Number two, it says additionally, the foundation must be placed on soil that is settled and undisturbed to avoid shifts and support for the foundation that may result in breakdown of the structure. So going back to another podcast that we discussed previously um, on where your seed has fallen, we talked about the different soils and where we need our seed to be planted, right? And that's on a good soil. So when we build our foundation, we need our foundation to be on good soil. The soil makes a difference in the foundation with our relationship with God. The good soil is going to allow us to be stable. So we're not going to shift. So the soil makes a difference. And number three, another important factor to keep in mind when determining the best foundation is to be sure that the foundation will remain dry. Will groundwater have access to your foundation? A damp foundation is not a sound foundation. With that being said, we must make sure that our relationship with God remains protected and to keep 
anything out that would try to weaken our relationship with God. So that means we have to continue to pray and we have to continue to bind those spirits that would try to come and attack us. We have to bind those spirits and we have to ask God to camp those angels running about us. All right. So so I'm going to go back to the scripture that I read in the beginning and I'm going to go to James chapter one verses two through five now. And it says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. So anytime we are faced with being doubtful and being double minded. Let's pray. We may be lacking wisdom. And it says, ask God who gives generously without finding fault. So that means that no question you ask God would be judged. He would not judge you for asking a question when your heart posture is good. So instead of being doubtful, let's ask God instead of being double-minded and unstable. Let's ask God. Let's talk to God about it first. Because we don't want to assume something. Because if somebody assumes something about us then we feel some type of way. So let's ask God first before we start to be double-minded and unstable with our relationship with God. We don't want an unstable foundation. I can tell you one thing. God does not like when you are lukewarm, meaning you are both of the world and trying to be of God. It says in Revelation chapter 3, verse 16, and I'm going to read the NIV version, it says, So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. Connecting that back to the word that God has given me for this podcast, he states that his grace will not be taken for granted. So, ladies, just like it says in James chapter 1, 4, it says, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Okay. I hope I was able to bring all that back together in the end. I would like to go ahead and give you some self-reflection questions. The first question is, um, now that we have discussed what double-minded can be, is there any area in my life where I have been double-minded? The second question is, do I have any doubt that God would keep his promises he made to me? And the third question is, the foundation that I have built for my relationship with God, is there any leak cracks or any shifting because it's not on good soil? All right. So, of course, you ladies know I want to end the podcast with a prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I want to just say thank you, oh God. Thank you for being the amazing father that you are. Thank you for loving us so much that you would even give me the word to share on this podcast that we can that we can even try to make it right, oh God. Thank you for not just giving us one chance because we are aware that we are double-minded and unstable. And instead of making excuses why, Lord, we ask that you guide us because we confess that sometimes our behavior can create unstableness in other areas of our lives. So help us not to be conformed to the patterns of this world, but to your patterns, oh God. Help us to be transformed by the renewance of our minds so we can think differently, oh God. We are asking for wisdom to help us find complete freedom from all the double-mindedness in our lives, oh God. Lord, today we realize that our double-mindedness has prevented us from developing spiritually, oh God. So thank you for showing us our spiritual weaknesses. But now that you have shown us, we pray. We pray for deliverance in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we ask that you 
break all the curses of double-mindedness and any type of mind control on us and anybody that's connected to us, oh God, in the name of Jesus, Satan, I bind and rebuke the spirit of double-mindedness for any of us listening to this podcast. In the name of Jesus, I bind and rebuke the spirit of confusion. In the name of Jesus, I bind and rebuke any spirit of distractions that will cause us to get off the path that God has created us to be on. In the name of Jesus, Father, we ask that you make any of our crooked paths straight, oh God. We thank you again for just allowing us to come together on this journey of becoming a divine lady. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So ladies, as I always say, I really hope that this podcast was able to help somebody. Um, Once again, I got that word from the Holy Spirit uh, when I was doing a three-day fast. And it's very important that we learn about the things that God is is trying to tell us if he's telling us that we're being double-minded. So we have to basically focus on us being double-minded. If he's telling us we need to repent, this is why the next podcast we're going to talk about repentance. It's very important because if God is speaking to us and he wants us to change something, I want to change it. And I'm sure that you ladies want to change it too. So we definitely going to work together. Again, if... You can please share the podcast. I will definitely appreciate it. You never know what somebody else is going through. You can be helping bring somebody else to God. Oh, and by the way, please don't forget to rate and review the show. I know I don't mention that often, but when you rate and review the show, it allows it to be recommended to more people. So if you can please rate, if you can write a review as well, I would greatly appreciate that because we want to get the word out for sure. So I hope you ladies have a great rest of your week. Bye, ladies.